1: ChumbaCasino.com. Jumba. No purchases. Full with it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cliff Jumper. Commence countdown. 5, 4, 3, 2,
2: Hello, and welcome to Transformers Toycast, episode 17. I am TFG1 Mike, and joining me this time is Pecan Court Michael. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. You're fine?
3: I uh, I want to say I couldn't be better, but I'm sure I could.
2: I was going to say, you know what fine stands for, don't you?
3: <sighs> Do tell.
2: Freaked out, insecure, n- neurotic, and emotional.
3: Freaked out. Oh, okay. I thought that was more like FUANA. Uh, but... <laughs>
2: There's
3: more letters in there than I, yeah. Well, I don't you don't
2: remember. count the AND.
3: Freaked out? Is there an apostrophe in there?
2: Oh, well, hell if I know.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that's funnier in email. Well, you know, not, some things don't translate to the spoken word very well.
2: Well, uh, you know, go watch the 2003 version of The Italian Job, and that's that's where I got it from. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, let's see what's been going on. We had the third GeekCast Radio Contest, which actually got uh surprisingly amount of uh, of, of good response, only because the prize was, like, I don't know, stellar. Um, <laughs> I, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? What the hell? Hi. Uh, yeah, we we already know that you're here. What the hell? <laughs>
3: It's the Japanese confirmation.
2: Oh, yes.
3: To let you know that I'm still listening. It's, uh, uh,
2: it's kind of
3: like, yeah, yeah, I hear you.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I had gotten, uh, I said, all right, well, whatever. I, I had some extra money at the beginning of last month, and, of course, since then, I've been in the hole a few times. Anyway. Um, Hi. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Knock it off, God damn it. All right, I'll stop it. <laughs> so anyway, I'll get that later, I bought three copies of the Transformers Animated AllSpark Almanac. I kept one for myself. and am going give two away for, for, for prizes. So we actually had 14 people enter. It actually got uh, promoted on allspark.com. And the author, well, one of the authors, Jim Sorensen, actually emailed me uh, about it. So we may actually have him on in the future when he has more news on a potential volume 2 of the Almanac
3: up until now rumored volume two
2: yes yes the up until now rumored volume two
3: i guess somebody got in trouble for actually stating that there would be a volume two well and and people jumped up and said oh hold on now
2: no that's not what happened well i mean i i really don't know what happened i know from what i've read what happened was Derek wyatt on his on twitter said something about something about it but he, the way he apparently the way he you know I I'm I'm talking like I I I don't know what the hell actually happened because actually I don't but the the way I've I've the way I've understood it to come is that the way he was talking about it made it sound like volume two was coming like now like it was in production right now and it was coming out in a few months from from the original release of oh. of the one we have now. Yeah, um, and apparently that's not the case. Yeah. So,
3: which would make sense because you know when you're working on the first version, I'm sure there's lots of content that comes and see so you, you know comes and goes, and you basically say, hey, we should probably put this in the second
2: yeah. version.
1: Well, uh,
3: you know, yeah, so well, I'm sure there's, there's a goodly chunk of content just waiting in the wings. Yeah,
2: I don't know if you listened to Toycast episode. I think it was 15 was when I started talking about it. My only complaint about it was I originally thought it was going to be a um, complete type of almanac thing where it's the entire show of Transformers animated An encyclopedia. Yes, it's only the first two seasons in oh in the actual almanac, but it's got a lot of cool stuff in it. So at least they saved out you know the season because th- I mean season three you can put. All- you could put an almanac together for just Season 3 anyway with as much stuff that Season 3 gave us. So, I mean, but at first I was... I, I, I either misinterpreted it as being a complete, I guess, quote-unquote, public show Bible. Right. But, you know...
3: Well, seeing as though there's more content that could be available in Season 3 for the next version, then, yeah, yeah I, 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 I could see splitting it up into two. What would be really nice is if they had... Season 3, and, uh, you know, whatever plans they had, if they would leak those, uh, you know, plans uh, for Season 4, I mean. Yeah. The, the the Season 4 that was never actually created. Yes. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure that they had ideas of what was going to happen. Right.
2: Well, I don't know if you've actually had a chance to pick one of these up, because I actually have it in my hand right now. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, well, order it offline. That's what I did. <laughs> okay. If you open up to the contents page, it actually shows you, um, on part of the contents page, the early art of the title logo. So it's Transformers Animated, but it's not the actual logo that we got. It's other logos that they were thinking of using. Yeah. And, you know, that's really cool. So, I mean, they do show you a lot of behind the scenes, what could have been, what would have been, you know, what what we could have gotten type right. stuff. So, you know, and there's a lot of. Stuff in there. It's, it, it it's it's a really cool book. Christ, it's bigger than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> when the I said this in Toycast 15, when the when the mailman handed me the box from Amazon because I ordered three of these things, it weighed like five pounds. I almost dropped the damn box down the stairs. Wow,
3: I was kind of expecting like a double sized comic book.
2: <laughs> Dude, this thing is huge. I mean, it yeah? basically it basically take a comic book, take about. I don't know, ten comic books, put them together as far as thickness. Yeah. It, it's about three hundred pages. Uh it's two hundred and twenty pages, I believe. Well, that's pretty good still. Yeah, two hundred and twenty pages. Um and it's got a whole bunch of character design, stuff like that. Uh pretty much all the, the Autobots Decepticons from the first two seasons uh are in here. Um you know, um Basically, it's a coffee table book. Huh. Interesting. Of, type of that's the best way I can describe it as far as its size. It's something that you you would you know like you know something you would see on a uh, on a coffee table type of deal, like a l- very thick magazine. <laughs> huh. Yes. So what's been going on with you? When was the last time you were on? Was it episode thirteen thirteen point five? I know. Hell, I don't even remember.
3: Uh, what were we talking about, uh, Robots in Disguise Bruticus? Oh,
2: uh, yeah, that was probably 13, or 13.5.
3: I think it was 13.5, yeah. Probably, I, I,
2: I can't remember, <laughs> it's <laughs> been so long, so what's been going on with you? Uh, mostly
3: playing with the kids, yeah, uh, as, as far as Transformers go, I haven't, I haven't done a whole lot, uh, lately.
2: There's a whole lot uh, going on.
3: Well, I'm not real thrilled with the movie line. I think I mentioned that before, and yes. and there's really not much else out there. Uh, that's about it. I I did pick up um, the two new activators that came out. The Transformers animated oh, the, uh, Grimlock.
2: Oh, the oh okay.
3: Uh, yeah, the the uh, the Grimlock and uh, the Soundwave.
2: Uh yeah,
3: I, yeah. I, I I like him. I dig him. So uh yeah, I got those two, and that's about it. Uh, as far as Transformers collecting goes, and you know, I had a dry spell during the first movie too.
2: Well, you know, and I've I've said this before, and I'll say, and I don't like the movie line in general. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be Transformers Ten, and the movie aesthetic would still, you know, make me turn away from the toy.
3: Yeah. Well, what's bothering me now is I'm seeing the the, uh, the new comics that are coming out of uh, IDW. I well, they they take the classics look where it's you know like the uh, classic uh, Optimus Prime and classic Dinobot, and then they overlay the movie aesthetic so that their faces look like the movie toys and the the the, the joints and you know just the way the pieces of their body fit together look very movie like, and I I I just think it looks like ass. Yeah. Uh, I mean I I. I kind of like the reimaginings of of the way they look, you know cause I think Don Figueroa uh redesigned these, and I can see where he's going. I mean, I really like the classics look, uh but I really don't like the movie look, and when you marry the two aesthetics up together it 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 just turns me off. Yeah. I'm not pleased with it I'm sure there's a lot of people who do like it, but I mean it's a compromise so for a lot of people who don 't like the movie toys, it's like well. These are classics toys. They're much better because they look like Transformers as opposed to Bayformers. Yeah. But no, they—they, they, you know—you—you you, you screw up their faces and—and and, uh, you know it's not helping.
2: We've said yeah. it before, and we'll say it again, Michael Bay, you raped our childhood. <laughs> Just
3: bent my childhood over and took a stick to him.
2: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. <laughs>
3: Not a pleasant thing. Like, you know, it's like my childhood was sent into the backyard to the willow tree to to, to cut off a stick to beat itself with. And you know, my childhood's just walking back to the house just sobbing and, and just swinging a stick through the air, knowing full well he's gonna get his ass beat with it. Michael Bay waiting in the house behind the, the swinging screen door. Bring me that stick, boy. I'll beat your ass with it.
2: Oh crap.
3: Yeah, that's that's about yeah. Anyway, so enough of my complaints
2: about that type of thing. I um first of all I'm the boss of this show so I can pretty much do whatever the hell I want and since I don't have any more Transformers toys I'm <laughs> Yes boss <laughs> I'm going to be talking about uh D C uh D C universe superheroes. That it, it it's part of the Justice League unlimited line. Uh, I've got seven of them here. I'm just gonna like pick one up, talk about it really quick. It's not really. I'm not gonna go into great detail. I've got Superman in my hand right here. First thing I noticed about this thing since I've been looking at it here, he has his cape, which is kind of like a. It's a, like a not really pleather, but it's that type of, like glossy material for his cape. First thing I noticed is, because his his face and stuff is like you know flesh color, like it's supposed to be. But there's a there's a there's like a little slit in between where his neck is and where his cape is, and the first thing I thought of, holy crap, Batman could put an ice cube down Superman's cape. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you know, you put an ice cube down the back of somebody's shirt. <laughs> um, it does come with a little piece of kryptonite. I I don't know why. Uh, As an accessory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As an accessory.
3: Uh, is the cape removable?
2: I no, it's uh, oh, wait no, it's on there.
3: Okay, see, I don't know if you remember this far back, but uh, the the vintage Star Wars toys, like the Darth Vader and the Obi Wan, had the, the plastic capes
2: that came that, off.
3: Yeah, they came. Well, you had you you know, he had to lift their arms straight up and they kind of weasel it up over his arms. But yeah, you could you could take them off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I hated those. <laughs> Hated
2: those. I like the Star Wars movies, but I never really get into the toys. Oh like,
3: uh, Well, I was four. Well, so.
2: <laughs> even then, even when I was a kid, it was either He-Man, Transformers, oh Christ, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, Captain Planet or James Bond.
3: Yeah, I would admit that.
2: <laughs> well, James Bond is alright. <laughs> Next up is Batman. The first thing I notice about him... Uh, he has a battering thing that comes with him for an accessory. But when I was trying to pose him originally for a picture uh to go online, these figures all have really, really hard to find joints. Like they they bend at the elbow and they bend at the knee. Only issue is when I was posing Batman and I I bent him at the knee joint, it looks like he broke his fucking knee. It looks like his somebody smashed his knee. <laughs> you know.
3: Oh, the way the the way the pieces fit together?
2: Well, no, it's not the way they. Well, yeah, but I mean the leg is.
3: Well, when it's fully extended, the knee fits together firmly, but then when you bend it, they they pull apart. Yeah. So it looks like there's a huge divot where his knee should
2: be. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and then the same thing with his cape. You you can't put a uh, you can't put an ice cube down his back because obviously he has the cowl. Uh, yeah. None of the heads on these. Well, wait, no, they do. Okay, I was. I, Christ, I, I'm wrong. I I thought none of the heads turn, but the heads do turn.
3: He can turn his head with a cowl. Yeah. Well, that's gotta be worse than the knee, because then you've got like cowl sticking off the side.
2: Well, no, well. His head is, the cape and, co- the cowl, over his face is actually se- It's a separate piece. The cape is the same thing as Superman's, but instead of showing Batman's neck, yeah. Instead of showing his flesh skin, it's the cape coming around. It's basically like if you took Batman. It, crossed him with Little Red Riding Hood where the cape comes over the front of your...
3: Oh, Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, his his head is completely separate from the actual cape
3: part. Right,
2: right. I wonder if Superman's head turns 360 degrees. Holy crap, I'm doing... It's the
3: Exorcist Superman?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It does. Your
3: mother so socks that smell.
2: (laughs) At first I thought I was going to break his head off, but no, Uh um... Next one is Flash. He comes with a lightning bolt, type of thing, I guess, because he's a light you know, I guess, cause he's super fast. And again,
3: does he have similar articulation to the rest of them? Uh,
2: yeah, with the arms and the legs, yeah. I don't know about that. Ooh, his his little yellow things on his on his on his mask—they actually are—they're s- not completely separate, but the, the the antenna at the top are. And yes, he does. I think. Yep, his head turns 360.
3: Th- nice. Oh, well, you know
2: yeah
3: oh. it shouldn't happen.
2: <laughs> that would hurt. You know, the only thing I now like, is I did that. What if he started? What if he went insane and started doing that like really, really fast, turning his head all the way around? <laughs> I,
3: I think that only works with Plastic Man.
2: <laughs>
3: plastic Man can pull that shit off. This guy can't.
2: Yeah. Uh, next up is Huntress, and of course she has the same cape as everybody else, as far as the caped ones. Um, she comes with a crossbow. Actually, her hairpiece is, uh, which I don't think her head is going to turn... Oh, wow, it does. Holy crap. Her
3: hair is separate from her head.
2: Well, no, it's not...
3: It's not part of the mold, it's, uh...
2: It's part of her head mold. It's not part of the cape... Like, it, it's part of the head, but it just... I don't, I don't know, it's just...
3: No, really... I was afraid it was, like, just... You know, a, a separately molded chunk of plastic that was oh. put on top of the standard female head.
2: No, her cape actually feels like it could come off because it, it's very loose around her tits. Oh, sorry, kids, but nice. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, I
3: will now fondle <laughs> the action figure. Oh, no no
2: no no. no. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, next up is Lex Luthor. He comes with some sort of energy saw.
3: Uh, For the record, Lex Luthor. Does not have tits. So.
2: Yes, we we know. Okay, good. <laughs> um, now you know. Yes, and knowing is half the battle.
3: And the other twenty five percent is.
2: Um,
3: red lasers. Wait,
2: wait, wait. If knowing is half the battle, the other fifty percent.
3: No, no, no. The other twenty five percent is red lasers. And the remaining twenty five percent is blue lasers.
2: Mm.
3: It's a pie chart. Come on. Oh. You ever seen
2: this? No.
3: <laughs> oh, you don't like G.I. Joe. Uh,
2: no. Uh,
3: yeah, so, okay, never mind
2: that. No. Hey, wait a minute. You can't just call me out. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I was never exposed. We're with
3: constantly you constantly ragging on G.I. Joe.
2: I'm not. I'm just saying that.
3: You know yeah. Let me, I'm going to call you out here on the, uh, uh, the Tooncast episode with, with Mask, <laughs> and you're like, all about the mask. Mask is the greatest thing ever. No, and that you're like Kanye West and saying, oh, you know, uh, uh, G.I. Uh, Joe, no. I, I'm gonna let you finish, but you know, I'm gonna tell you right now that Mask was the best cartoon ever.
2: We're not talking about fucking Kanye West in any of these damn shows. What I'm,
3: what I'm getting at here is that they created the the uh, Matt Tracker figure in the G.I. Joe line, yeah. and you had glowing, glowing reviews of all things Mask, except for the one G.I. Joe character that they made for for the Matt Tracker figure, and for that you said. This is utter crap. It's It, it shouldn't have been made. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? It's a, it's an old property that Hasbro just happens to have the, the ownership for. I think it's a good nod to the fans it's of the, the
2: Mask. The mask, mask banner. It's not version. the fucking G.I. Joe banner.
3: <sighs> See? You don't like G.I. Joe.
2: It's not that I don't like G.I. Joe.
3: Always ragging on the I
2: Think I don't think other properties need to be mixed in with the G.I. Joe figure.
3: Joe fans are going to hate on you. Where will you get the fan mail?
2: Oh, excuse me. What fan mail? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Lex Luther. he has absolutely no leg articulation other than at the uh, hip, like right where his crotch is, like move his leg up and down, but he has no knee articulation whatsoever, I don't think.
3: Now, describe Luther a little bit, you know, because Batman is Batman, Superman is Superman, Aside from a slight variation in color shade, they're always going to look the same. But you know, Luther could be in a suit. He could be in his in a green thing he wears. He could be in his power armor, his anti-Superman armor. What's it, this one look like?
2: It's basically if you've seen the episode of Justice League, the very last episode, Destroyer. He has this like kind of like a uh, holster with his gun. And he's in all in green. He has black boots. He's basically a combat type of figure. And the way they show him here is he's white, which, as we all know in the cartoons, he was black. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, he's very light-skinned. I mean, they they, they portray him as an African-American in the, in, in the cartoon. I mean, Bruce Timm even said that, that they intentionally portrayed him as an African-American for some odd reason. I don't know why. Uh, his legs, as I said, only go you know up and down at the waist. Um, he does come with, a I don't know, some sort of green... It's not kryptonite, but it's some sort of green gun. Um, he has no arm art- articulation like the superheroes do either. Uh, he's a very bland figure now that I'm looking at him. Um, I've I got to save that one for last. Before we went on air, we uh, I, I had said ooh to you, and I realized why I said ooh was because the shining knight figure from Justice League Unlimited. Um, I didn't realize that his he's all yellow, um, yeah. like his. It's like he's in a yellow jumpsuit, uh, and he has, n- um, of course, the f- the flesh-colored face, and then like the knight. I don't know, silver helmet. Well, he has a red tunic. And I didn't realize before when I had this figure that the tunic is actually kind of s- separate from the actual figure. So it's like, you know, you could put an ice cube down his back. To- no, I mean, that's, well, that's the best way to describe it because it's not actually molded onto the actual figure itself. Right, right. It's the yellow thing. It's
3: kind of like a cape that goes over both sides.
2: Yeah, basically. Front and back, yeah. Uh, and actually, it's very, very weird that uh, the bottom part of him of the uh, tunic slash skirt, you know, there's a hole right there. Not an actual hole like the p- a hole. for Rodimus, but the skirt kind of can move. Like, like I can fit my thumb underneath it, which is kind of weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> and he comes with a a sword, uh, which is, I guess, kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. Always,
3: always. Does he have a shield? Doesn't the character have a shield?
2: I think in the cartoon he did, but I he only came with a sword. Uh, in the
3: s- well, thing as the huntress didn't actually get any weapons, so. she what? Didn't the huntress not get any weapons? Yeah, she had a crossbow. I got it right here. Oh, who's I think he didn't have weapons. Uh, oh, the Flash.
2: He, no, he has a um, he has a yellow lightning thing that you can put in his hand. Like like. Uh.
3: I, I was thinking, well, they had to be cutting corners somewhere with the plastic. So, yeah.
2: um, and then you have Vixen, who was also in the. She came later in the Justice League Unlimited episode. She has like. Basically, it's you can attach Wolverine type claws to her hands. They're they are separate, but that's her accessory. Uh, so it's basically like she's holding Wolverine claws.
3: Ah, yeah. So she's like power of the lion.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, last but not least, is John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Uh, holy crap! He has the same articulation as Batman, Superman, everything else. His um, accessory <laughs> is a giant green hand.
3: That is, you know, that's where they—that's where they uh, stole all the plastic for the Shining Knight's uh,
2: shield. Ye- yeah, exactly. Um, it does have a button on it. The hand is supposed to retract like it's opening and closing, and has you know, the four fingers and then the thumb.
3: <laughs> it's a giant hand that flips you off.
2: No, 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 no. no. no.
3: Evil doers. Well, fuck you.
2: <laughs> let's just hope it's <laughs> Let's just hope his dick is big enough for his hand, because holy crap! I mean, this, this hand accessory is huge. <laughs> um, he's in a green and black suit. It, it's kind of completely different from what he. It's a very. It, it's more of a lime green than it is a dark green of what what his actual green color is supposed to be in the in the cartoon. Uh Um, And as I said before, he can bend at the knees and the arms uh, like like the other heroes can. So, yeah, that's the overall I, I don't know, I I was kind of skeptical about these. I think I should have just left them in packaging because none of them, even without their accessories, none of them can stand up correctly. You you have to basically break their knees to get them to pose in a decent enough position to even take one picture.
3: I hear with the DC pictures you need like double-sided tape or something on their feet to yeah. keep them standing in, in a pose. Yeah. Now, did these come in like a, a set or are they all separate?
2: Well, I bought it off eBay. It was actually, I believe it was 12 figures. Uh-huh. I only kept four. I sold the other ones. I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't know if I sold them on eBay or if I took them up to the toy shop up here, up the street here. Um, they came with the ones I just talked about. They also came with Dr. Light, uh Zatanna, Excuse me, Wonder Woman, uh, the Shade, and there was one other one I can't think of. It was 12 figures off of eBay. They were all individually packaged, obviously, and they're you know just like if you go to the store and you look at the look at the toy section, and you look at the DC stuff. Basically, those toys, but just all together in one big eBay bid. Um, huh. I paid 43 bucks for them, so it's not. It's not that bad, considering I think the majority of the single figures in the stores are like, I don't know, 5.99, 6.99 a piece. Yeah, 43
3: for 12 is a good deal.
2: Yeah, I mean it's not it's not bad at all. So um, overall, I do like them. But they actually kind of sit lower on my on my shelf. They're actually under all the Transformers stuff, and they actually sit in this this one dollar uh, purple bin that I got from the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they can't stand up, so they get the bin.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's right. I should have got the uh, two-sided sticky tape from the dollar store for a dollar. No, no. that would have worked.
2: What are you gonna talk about?
3: Uh, I uh, dug out the uh, Robots in Disguise rail racer.
2: Now, did you really dig it out, or did you just open the closet and everything fell down.
3: <laughs> well, this one, uh, I actually have a uh, robots in this-
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe.
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW were prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This guy's a shelf,
3: and this guy was in the back of the shelf. So I was risking knocking over a bunch of the other, you know, robots in the toys to get him out. But but uh, I pulled him out, and he's actually I display him in in a combined robot mode, as opposed to individual robot mode or, or train mode. But uh, I have the U.S. version on my shelf. I have the Japanese box set in the closet, and I got that in uh, in 2000 uh, while I was at the Botcon that year.
2: Why is it every time that I see trains or vehicles like that and they combine into one giant robot, I think of friggin' Power Rangers. <laughs>
3: I don't think so much of Power. You see, now I was thinking of uh, Six Train when this came out. I thought it was – it's like, well, where's the other three? Yeah, uh, In Japan, uh, at the, toward the end of the the MicroMaster line, I think it was 1988, 1989, uh, they came out with uh, combiner sets that were six MicroMasters that would combine into a small – maybe oh, all six of them would combine into something maybe a little bit smaller than a deluxe toy. Uh. Not very big at all because, I mean, these are MicroMasters we're talking about. Uh, and they had one called Six Trains. And in the U.S., they, they, I want to say like 2003, 2004, I think they re-released those uh, and called him Rail Racer. Uh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot of trains in Transformers mythos just because – well, with the exception of, let's say, uh, Astro-, Astro Train. Oh, yeah. Astro Train
2: Astro- is a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Well, there's Astro Train. And that's pretty much it. You don't have much else in the way of trains, and certainly not bullet trains, because bullet trains don't exist in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was talk uh, with all the, the money that uh, the government's flowing around in bailouts and such now uh, about putting aside a few billion dollars for uh, bullet train infrastructure.
2: See, the but, closest thing I've ever seen in, in in the U.S. as far as a bullet train, outside of seeing them on TV… Is the monorails at, at Disney World <laughs>
3: close? Uh, when you say Disney World, I think of like amusement parks. They have maglev technology, yeah, uh, magnetic levitation technology at, at amusement parks, like the uh, the Superman ride. When you go to, uh, I think they're at Great America, yeah, or not uh, Six Flags, yeah, one of the Six Flags parks. Uh, they have the Superman ride, and that's all done on uh, you know, magnetic magnetic levitation. And if you've ever been on one of those, it's really neat because. Uh, You don't need to go up a ramp and then slide down to to pick up speed. It actually just, like, they flip a switch and you're off 100 miles an hour. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's fun.
2: No, that'll never happen. (laughs) happen. I rode the Beast uh, at King's Island when I was 16, and I have not been on a roller coaster since.
3: Uh, How much lunch did you lose?
2: Uh, I didn't lose my lunch. I ended up... uh, Imagine me sixteen years old, at probably five foot nine and a half, probably a buck eighty, I was pretty much where your feet go, my whole body okay, crouched all the way down, <laughs> yeah, no roller coasters and me do not agree anymore, yeah, you just didn't sit right or something <laughs> no, it wasn't that I didn't sit right. <laughs> That first friggin' uh, drop, after the first drop, it goes into a tunnel. Well, I, you know, I was one of the tallest people there. I mean, the, the rest of them were like, I don't know, five, six, five, seven, 5'7", whatever. Yeah. You know, I thought I was going to hit my head in the friggin' cave. So, by the end of the ride, i yeah, no. There's pictures. <laughs> I don't know if I have it or if my mom has it. There's a picture yeah. somewhere where there's other people just sitting regular and I'm all crouched down. Yep. You know, yeah.
3: That's too bad. Yeah, I love roller coasters. I think they're great. But anyway, so to digress, yes. you know, you, you don't see any bullet trains in the U.S. Uh, there's just no money for the infrastructure. Uh, people believe it's faster to fly, uh, and it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of electricity. Uh, you know, in Japan uh, where they're, they're huge, there in France where they have them, uh, they all everything runs on nuclear power, and power is uh, cheap and easy to come by. Whereas here, where after our Three Mile Island incident, you know, we don't have that much in the way of nuclear power anymore uh, or easy-generated easy power. In fact, half California is in a brownout uh, at any given time during the summer because of all the air conditioning and such, running all at the same time, eating up all the power. Suffice to say, uh, not a lot of bullet trains in the U.S., so it's, it's kind of give or take how a bullet train-themed transformer is going to, to do. Uh, when the Classics Astrotrain came out, there was a lot of people saying, "Hey, why does he transform from a robot to a space shuttle to a bullet train? You know, we don't see any bullet trains here. Bullet trains aren't exciting. We we're not we're familiar with these.
2: Yeah, that's one of the only reasons why I will never own Classics Astrotrain because no, <laughs> no. Well,
3: that's my point exactly. It's like, whoa, what is this? A bullet train? What the hell? We don't have any bullet trains in the U.S. Why would I want a bullet train? It's kind of like uh, when – when uh, for alternators, Optimus Prime was a, a pickup truck, and they can't sell a pickup truck convoy in Japan because they don't have any pickup trucks. <laughs> there are no pickup trucks in Japan. Nobody wants to buy a pickup truck there. Yeah, They released him, but I mean they, they, they did a really good paint job on him in Japan, and uh, I think people bought him f- more for that 'cause he looked he looked really good in robot mode yes anyhow uh to digressing back to the toy <laughs> uh what we have is uh, three bullet trains that combine you know in, into uh into one big robot you've got um uh rail spike who's who's the you know the upper upper torso and and the arms real skinny kind of you know, plate-like arms. Uh, and then Rapid Run is the mid-torso and the backpack. He kind of fits in there in the middle. And then the third guy is uh, Midnight Express and he becomes uh, both the legs. So so his legs kind of look like uh, a bullet train bent in half. <laughs> 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 With feet sprouting on either side. But, uh, you know, this was kind of a new novel thing as far as Transformers go. You didn't have any combiners well you did okay, i'll get into that in a second but you really didn't see any combiners since roughly 1992 uh 92 um the generation two uh i want to say the orange version of uh devastator yeah might have been the last one they released they released the yellow version of devastator uh they released a, a funky version of superion and and then they released the orange version of uh, Devastator, and the they they had plans to to re-release some other G one combiners, and they never panned out. So there was a long drought as far as combiners are concerned. Uh, the, the the Beast Wars line had a couple uh, combiners, but
2: that weren't show accurate.
3: Well, no, the were they in the show at all?
2: I don't I don't have No,
3: they weren't in the show.
2: That's what I'm saying. They were just toys to be released.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Oh, look at this. It's kind of interesting." And and yeah, they are kind of neat. Um, but I mean, I, I don't consider them as combiners. They're they there's three of them. They combine, true, but you know, it wasn't like the good old days. Uh there was a Japanese version, uh the, the Magmasaur. uh I forget what exactly what they called them for Beast Wars Neo. Uh they brought to the American, uh, I want to say Beast Machines, Dinobots line. He was supposed to be the leader or something. Oh. Uh, something along those lines. There's uh, three dinosaurs that combine into one robot. The dinosaurs themselves don't have individual robot modes. Yeah. They just combine into one big robot. I, th- I think his name's Magnusaur. I forget offhand. But again, uh, they didn't have much in the way of combiners until you know Takara comes out with this freaky bullet train trio. Okay. The bullet train brothers Right. <laughs> Team Bullet Train, I think they call them. Uh, you know, and they ca- they come to the U.S. Uh, and they don't have a box set in the U.S. like they did in Japan, but they, they come separately. Uh, they're Probably a, a little bit too small to be, uh, you know, Voyager-sized toys, but, but too big to be deluxes. So they kind of cram them into these, you know, Voyager-sized boxes. Uh, and they just look really out of place because they're long and skinny bullet trains, and they're in this great big box. <laughs> um, you know, so, yeah, anyway, I picked up all three, even though I already, ha- already had the Japanese version. <laughs> but the figure itself, you know, I'm not going to go into detail about the individual figures, because I don't want to uncombine him. He's a bit of a pain. But the, you know, as far as uh, the combined figure goes, he's fairly well articulated. Uh, he doesn't have... I want to say elbows in the middle of his arms like, like you would expect to see elbows. But uh, he has uh, kind of shoulder joints that, that will go up and down and then elbows that go in and out and, and twist shortly below the shoulders. Uh, you know, he his legs are separate and his hips are on ball joints and they, they click click nicely when they move his legs around. <laughs> Unfortunately... Uh, you know, he's got kind of like knees that are way up too close to his hips. Because, uh, you know, again, his his legs are basically a bullet train bent in half. But, uh, you know, he can do some posing. He's just really hard to stand. So for the most part, I just keep his legs spread open to hold up the, the, the bulk of his uh, of his torso. And the, you know, his hips kind of are... The, he's kind of got a skirt-looking thing on either side of him, so he's uh, the skirt is basically made up of the two side or the two sides of the roof of the the middle train.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah, and then the top of the train or the, the his torso is ma- mainly composed of the front of uh, the the lead train or the front of Railspike, and the head kind of puffs up out of that. He's got a really cool-looking head, though. Uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy here, like the original Aliens movie, how they had this H.R. Geiger looking alien thing, and he's all black, and he's the whole top of his head is transparent, and you can kind of see a skull in the front underneath it. Wow! (laughs) And then below that, you know, you've got this big black jaw with the inner jaws that come out. Well, I'm drawing the analogy here because Rail Racer. The whole top of his head is transparent. And that kind of comes down into a visor. It's kind of a green, transparent piece. And then the visor comes down like a jazz visor almost. Underneath the visor, you can see his eyes. He's got, like, these red eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then his, his uh, jaw, and, he's, and part of his helmet is his chin. It's a great big chin piece that comes out below that. And it kind of reminds me of the Geiger alien.
2: Oh.
3: It's kind of a neat thing. But, uh... Uh, he's got a big shield that's actually the roof of another one of the other trains, and then a great big gun that fits in the other arm that's actually a combination of uh, uh, two of the guns that the individual robots carried.
2: Oh, that's that's kind of cool.
3: Yeah, they fit together. This is uh, uh, Rail Spike and Midnight Express's weapons that form together, and they light up. let see if they still work. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of. One of the, the top, the top weapon actually lights up. It's got a little button that doesn't make any noise though, which is surprising for deluxe toys. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, it's like at, at, at that price point, it could probably could have fitted in some some uh, sounds or something as opposed to just one little light on one little weapon. Yeah. But uh, but no, I mean, uh, he's fairly articulated. He's very well detailed. He's got. He looks really good in train mode, to be honest. He's got a lot of uh, uh, decals on... Uh, decal, These might be tampograph, might be details. But... Uh, or decals. But he's got, like, words on, like, Cybertron Max on one train. And on this one it says 500 Cybertron. Uh, on the gray one here it says Cybertron Rail Star. So, I mean, and, and, uh, as... as Kind of boring as a bullet train looks, just as a as a bullet train. These these don't look bad, yeah. And they're they're fairly well detailed. The the paint jobs are pretty well done.
2: Yeah. That's cool.
3: And he's got Autobot insignias all over him, which which makes any vehicle cool. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's kind of neat. I, I I dig him. Right color. Huh?
2: As long as they're the right color.
3: Exactly. No purple Autobot insignia.
2: Well, no, not that. I was talking about the, the, the white ones or the silver ones or the gold ones from Animated.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, so this is a nice figure. Uh, again, you know, the, the box set from Japan is a little bit harder to find. Uh, the the combiner is called JRX in uh, in Japan, and this, uh, the J and the R stands for Japanese Row Race uh in uh, uh, all of the uh the railways in Japan used to be owned by the government and then they were uh uh turned over to to uh, Japanese railways which is a uh combination of seven different japanese companies that handle all the all the rail lines in japan and they work very closely with each other uh, uh, i 'm not sure how they do that without competition mm-hmm. but you know they 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 all kind of they kind of work as a single entity, which is nice. Which is, I want to say how you can get bullet trains in the U.S. Or I mean, in in Japan, you wouldn't see bullet trains in the U.S. because the different railway lines, different railway companies wouldn't be able to to uh, uh, wouldn't be able to cooperate to that extent. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to say down with capitalism, you know, because I love capitalism. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, well, crap, you know, if they'd only work with each other a little bit we wouldn't have these
2: problems yeah i don't i mean outside of like freight trains and stuff like that the only actual tr- like passenger train company i know here in the u.s is amtrak and i seriously doubt that they're going to cooperate with anybody else when it comes to trains
3: right right well amtrak you know doesn't own the lines right you know? i mean there there are other companies with well, the flow well, Especially here in the Midwest, I live right by Chicago, and Chicago is a major shipping hub, oh. be it train or uh, plane. You know, I mean, the 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 shipping lanes here, you know, the highways, the trainways, everything is very 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 congested, and you know, you know that you know the 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 freight trains here are a you know, major player. You know the the freight train lobby. Let's say is probably just insane.
2: Oh yeah, most likely.
3: You know, and the idea that you'd have these bullet trains uh, using maglev technology going two hundred miles an hour, uh, and and hey, you better move your freight out of the way. You know, so that this passenger train can get by. Uh, that's not gonna fly.
2: What I don't understand. Is why don't why don't they? You know, I I compared you know the bullet trains to the monorails at Disney World, like to get around from place to place in in Disney World. And yeah. uh, why they just don't have freights on on a monorail system, because they could use the maglev technology. They could you know go faster and get to the destination faster than they could on a regular train track.
3: I I think it's a weight issue. Well,
2: it's probably
3: uh, you know you can you can cram you know sitting city- you know, 200 okay. people onto a bullet train. Uh, and it's still gonna far, it's still gonna weigh far less than 200, you know, S10 pickups on a freight train. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's true.
3: I'm not entirely sure of, of you know, the the, the fine details.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but you know, it's just uh, uh, it's it, it'll be interesting when we do start seeing bullet trains in the U.S. I mean, I would love to have a high-speed rail between, you know, where I live in Northwest Indiana and Chicago. Uh, yeah, I think – in fact, there, there's talk of a new rail line that will go from Chicago down to Northwest Indiana and then down into Indianapolis. Uh, and even that's just going to be a regular rail line. It's going to cost billions of dollars and probably take about 10 years to build. And, you know, I'm wondering, well, why couldn't we do something – well, why couldn't we replace some of the lines that we have now with – high-speed rail uh again chicago is a major hub and it, it, i'm sure that there's some demand to have uh you know a bullet train route that goes from let's say washington dc into chicago and then uh across over into seattle and then possibly down into california from there yeah uh, but again people say hey it takes up too much electricity uh it, it's it's uh, faster to fly. Um, you know, the infrastructure is just not there right now. It's going to cost billions of dollars to set that up. Uh, you know, we, we didn't jump on it early enough, like the Japanese did.
2: Yes, well, we're always so slow here in America. <laughs>
3: we're all backwards.
2: We yes, uh, have
3: damn Americans. We're well, all fat and lazy. <laughs> you know, throwing your food away. Uh, you know, children in China are starving. Little kids making rail racer toys, making two pennies an hour, and we're here buying them and throwing away our fast food wrappers full of <laughs> full of french fries uh, but uh, to digress, I would say yeah I, I really I was really excited for this toy when it came out. Um, you know again it was it was the first new combiner that we'd seen in a long time. Uh, I really like it in robot mode i I, you know, I, I, I really like the robots in this guy's line. And in, in general, uh, over and above the stuff that came out of Japan, even the new stuff that they had a supplementary line, yeah. like like the Bruticus we talked about before. Yeah.
2: Um, well, you know, now that you mention it, now that you've, you know, talked about Rail Ra- you know, I, I remember watching the R.I.D. cartoon with – because rem- originally I thought it was part of G1. I thought Rail Racer, you know – you know, all three of those tra- i thought they were part of G1, and I'm like, wait, no—that well, that—that's probably not right. And then you said they're part of RID, and I actually remember now watching episodes with the with them in it, with the rail racer uh, uh, characters in it. Of course, I don't remember what episode it was. For the life of me, I don't even know if RID is on DVD. But uh, you know, I I do remember when RID was on the air. I remember watching that show for some odd reason.
3: No, I liked the show. I I really did. I mean, some people uh, thought it was too silly. Uh, You know, the Japanese shows tend to be a little silly anyway. Um, Like Beast Wars in Japan was pretty silly. And when they brought it to America, they changed up a lot of the voice acting to make it a little more serious, uh, a little more interesting for for our audience. But, you know, a a giant uh, mechanical shark that flies through the air and sings to himself – you, you can't really serious that up for American audiences. I mean, it's, it's going to be silly no matter what. And, you know, Skybite was one of my favorite characters in that show. I so dug Skybite. And he, he, he really got the, uh, the the shitty end of the stick there for the most part. You know, because uh, I just felt bad for the guy. It's like, yeah, he deserves his spot in the sun, you know?
2: only reason why I don't like our idea is because it has that bastard uh, Neil Kaplan as Optimus Prime.
3: Well, David Kay still got to uh, t- uh, return as um, Megatron, though. I didn't like no, the voice no, no. That he did for that Megatron, but...
2: I'm talking about R.I.D. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait, he can't...
3: David Kay did Megatron in an R.I.D.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. That was before Beast Wars, though, wasn't it?
3: It was after Beast Wars.
2: No, was not there,
3: there was Beast Wars, Beast Machines, oh. and then Robots in Disguise, and he did Megatron for all three shows. Oh... Yeah. Oh, now, no, I, I'm assuming Gary Chalk well, was doing something else, and he didn't want to do Optimus Prime.
2: No, I, I thought it went G1, G2, RID, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and then uh, animated. I thought. RID, where
3: do you where do you think Robots in Disguise fit in? It, it came out in uh, 2000, 2001.
2: Oh, really? Oh, holy yeah. I thought it was early. See, I thought it was early. I thought it was in between G2 and Beast Wars.
3: Oh no, no! What happened is uh, Takara in Japan took it upon themselves to ditch the uh, the, the Beast Force theme, and they uh, they created okay, you know basically basically they wanted to return to the roots and make cars that turned into robots as opposed to Jeez. you know animals that turned into robots. Uh, and Hasbro already had plans to do Armada, yeah. but they weren't ready yet. So they said, okay, you know what? We're gonna take this stuff that's coming out of Japan, you know, and and you know, uh, repackage it as robots in disguise. And that lasted about a year, and until Armada was ready, okay. and then they brought out Armada.
2: Okay, because I thought it was in between G two and B. Okay, I thought it was but, way before Beast Wars. I thought that was, uh-huh. I thought that was the crappy show that we got before Beast. Before, you know, the essence that is Beast Wars. that, that, that Okay, never mind.
3: Well, there was uh, G1 in, in America, G2 in America, and then basically uh, everything went to Japan yeah. for several years. Yeah. And then in America we brought out Beast Machines, and Japan then jumped on the Beast Machines bandwagon. Yeah. And even after we stopped doing Beast Machines, uh... You know, to, to move on to, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Beast Wars. And then Japan did Beast Wars. When we stopped doing Beast Wars and moved on to Beast Machines, Japan still did more Beast Wars. They did, you know, Beast Wars Neo and Beast Wars II. And, and then a, a few years later, they, they went ahead and ran their own uh, Beast Machines line. Or Beast the Beast Returns, I think they called it. Uh, okay. yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, suffice to say, 2000-2001... Uh, was when Takara came out with their... uh, Originally, I thought it was supposed to be called Transformers 2000. And uh, then the line itself was was called Car Robots in Japan. And the Car Robots line was then brought to America as robots in disguise.
2: All right. Well, I think we're going to close this one out. So thank you for joining us here on Transformers ToyCast. There are some ways you can get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show. The first is you can visit www.geekcastradio.com and find all the other GCRN podcasts there. The second is that you can stop by our forums at predicateempire.com slash Spark and get all your GCRN slash Transformers discussion topics there. The third is you can leave the show feedback on iTunes. Not exactly sure how many... I don't know what our subscriber number is. I'd have to ask Steve that, but... 11. Shut the hell up. <laughs> We're the freaking 11. Uh, so please leave us reviews on iTunes. The fourth is you can visit the earth-2.net forums and find our threads for the shows in the self promotion section. And the fifth is the email address, which is Tftoycast at gmail.com. We now have a voicemail line. Call us and leave us your thoughts on each episode. Be sure to say which show you're leaving the message for. The number is 502-526-5821. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show name there is TF Toycast. Mine is TFG1 Mike. And what is your Twitter?
3: I'm at Pecan Court Michael. P E C A N C T M I C H A E L.
2: USA. Thank you, Mouse. Yes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Transformers Toycast, and wish that you'll join us next time. For now, I am TFG1 Mike with.
3: Michael Wilson.
2: Saying the more words of Optimus Prime, transform and roll out, and thank you for listening. Until next time.
3: Sword of Omens. Give me sight beyond sight. I see a new episode of Tooncast coming this week.